everyone. Welcome to the Art of Walking With You podcast. My name is Greg Ressinger. I am your host. And today we get to hear from my dear friend, Bill Zilke, my former spiritual director, former Jesuit priest, a world traveling mastermind. <laughs> I'm really excited that yeah, he is here. I'm it's really great excited. To be here with you. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, so, spiritual direction. You have been a part of that world for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to me yeah. about when that all began for you. I, I will, but let me uh, put it in a little bigger context. Oh, please, too, please, okay? yes, go ahead. Because sometimes people don't understand that spiritual direction is an ancient practice okay. in the Christian tradition. The desert mothers and fathers were actually spiritual directors. That was one of their functions. Because people would come out to find them in the desert to seek out some help with their own spiritual life. And, and it, was, it actually is a, a, a ministry that's been preserved in Orthodox and Catholic uh, Christianity all through the ages. Um, I think it's fair to say that it was not uh, taken up by the Protestant right. movement. Right, right. Uh, it was one of the parts of the patrimony of Christian history that was kind of laid down. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the uh, 50s and 60s, it really took off and it left the monasteries and professional religious you know priests and nuns and became a uh, a part of the spiritual practice of the regular folks mm. and of course during a couple decades later it took off into the evangelical world the protestant world um so i stepped into this ministry in 75 that was when i began doing spiritual direction uh, in 81, as a Catholic priest, I be, started doing this full-time, along with retreat work. and But one-on-one spiritual direction, helping people who are seeking to grow in their relationship with God um, and exploring what that means and what that looks like and, and talking about their spiritual life and helping them kind of claim and understand what's going on. Um, I've been doing that full-time since 81. Yeah. And I've had the joy of being in the same room with you as you walk with me in and through my life in the last X number of years. And so it's yeah, been since yeah. June that I've sat in a room with you, which I'm really, really overjoyed <laughs> to do that. Yeah, it's um, good to be back with it, you. It really is, honestly. I mean, gosh, it's I, I can honestly say I've missed you, my friend. Um, so let's go back. You know, I would like to talk kind of the modern part of spiritual direction yeah. a little bit, mainly because... Is it me, or has it really more noticeable within the practice of the faith? Have you seen a tremendous interest, uptick, desire, want of people to sit with somebody uh, that can help them discern the movement of God in their life? Have yeah, you seen? Totally. Have you seen a massive yeah, totally. movement towards the the, the yeah. gift of the? Charism, as you yeah. as you call this, yeah, no, it's there's no question about that at all. It, um, it, it, once the word kind of trickled out that you could do this, that you could talk to someone about your spiritual life, you could explore questions of how to live a holy life, a grace filled life, and you could talk to someone who could 
you know, help you sort that out and help you. I mean, people are eager to listen to the voice of God. How do you do that? Right. And how do you detect that? And, and then, of course, how do you apply the gospel to the warp and whoop of just ordinary living? Yeah. Um, that's a very particular thing. And so people started finding people to do that. Um, and, you know, certainly that was what happened to me. You know, back in 81, uh, all of my clients were Catholics. Mm. Half of them were nuns and priests. The other half were regular folks or professional ministers in the church that weren't ordained or, you know, clergy. Um, by the time I left that particular place that I was working in 88, um, I would say probably a third of my clients were mainstream Protestant denominations, and 80% of my practice was just regular folks, not clergy anymore. I mean, it was just blossoming. And then, um, you know, 10 years ago, uh, yeah, about 10 years ago, I started seeing some folks in the evangelical community. Mm. And when I retired in June, um, I had 50 clients and 49 of them were evangelical wow. people. I mean, so wow. the, the, it's caught fire in all of the churches. Mm. And it's been a beautiful thing. Yeah. That um, people are hungry for uh, to be able to kind of grasp their relationship with God and Christ through the power of the Spirit. They're hungry at having a sense that their life is oriented towards God and that they're responding to the voice of God in their heart. And so they find people to talk to about that. And and I've been a part of dozens of training programs that I've helped either teach in or build uh, to train folks. And the hunger for new spiritual directors is fills up people's uh, workload very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about kind of the essence of spiritual direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of, um, it's kind of excavate it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and it's both yeah. its history, its tradition, but also just for common people that may not know a lot about spiritual right. direction. They've right. heard of it. People have talked about it. How would you kind of um, paint the picture. Yeah. Well, one way to do that, of course, is by distinguishing it from other helping relationships. Okay. But, uh, so let me start with, it's not a remedial work. It's not about you're broken and you need to be fixed. And so you, you know, which is what therapy is about. Right. Right? This is about people who have a relationship with God who are committed to that relationship and who want to get help to really grow and develop that relationship. So it's a, so it's a positive thing, right? So, so I discovered that Jesus is the Lord you know, in my life. I come to believe that, and that I'm blessed with the gift of faith. One of the things that I do is I spend Sunday in worship, and I spend time with Scripture, 
and I'd spend time in intercessory prayer, and I'd spend time in acts of mercy and care, right? That's all part of living out our relationship with God in Christ. Mm. Spiritual direction is one more of those things. Um, I want to take my relationship with Jesus seriously, mm-hmm. and I want to grow in wisdom and grace, right? How do we do that? Yeah. And one of the ways of doing that, a beautiful way, is spiritual direction. And um, and it's really, a you know, it's a, it's a simple thing. We, uh, the, the starting point is that our lives are shot through with the grace of God. And that God is with us at all times. But we're asleep to that most of the time. <laughs> right? And, and it's... Um, and also, God's movement in our life can sometimes it's really, you know, graphic and, and kind of, you know, it wakes you up. I mean, it really, you know, it's a shocker, you know, your encounter with God, right? And most people who can trace back to, to, to the day and the time that they gave themselves their life to the Lord, right, as their Lord and Savior Jesus, their Lord and Savior, they know that date and time because it was a, it was a, impactful event. Yep. But every single day, every moment of every day, God is moving in our life and in our heart. And every single day, every moment of every day, we are facing decisions and opportunities to either express our relationship with God or to self-express that may or may not be aligned with the ways of God. Right? So the key is that that's the key to spiritual direction. Because what's happening in spiritual direction is, you know, typically it's about once a month. You go to see someone and you talk about your life, what's going on in your life, in all areas of your life. Mm. And you, with the help of the director, you look for the telltale signs of God at work in those moments. Where was God in that time of grief? Where was God in that time of, of, of frustration or loneliness? You know, what moved you this past month to a deeper sense of faith and hope and love? Um, you know, how were you touched by grace during the course of this past month? And you'll, you'll, and you'll tell your director a story. And together you'll dig into it mm. and try to discern, which is a technical term, but it just means to look closely at and notice the subtle movement of God's grace in your life. Mm. And, of course, that allows you to look at your response to that or lack of response, and to, that, that's your growing edge. Right? That's the place where that relationship with God can grow. So it's, um, it's, it's really quite that simple. Mm. You know, um, where you spend a month, or, or one hour a month, with somebody that is good at this, looking for the signs of God at work in your life so that you can say yes to that more deeply. And you'll also notice 
the movements of sin and brokenness in your life, which you'll be able to find some freedom from mm. or be encouraged to, to kind of move beyond mm. um, if, you know, if the struggles are, are part of the package. You know? <laughs> Excuse me. So, I mean, the, even at the end that you touched on, it's kind of like the, the whole constellation desolation is actually experienced within spiritual direction. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you want to bring your real self. Yeah, the whole self. The whole self, just as you are. Right. And it doesn't make any difference what you bring. Now, if, as a spiritual director, I'm going to want to know what is the fr frame of your relationship with God and Christ. You know, you come out of the evangelical tradition, the Catholic tradition. You know, do you worship on Sunday? Where do you worship? Do you have a practice of, of praying with the scriptures or of, uh, of intercessory prayer or healing prayer? You know, what, what are your prayer practices? Um, how do you live out the call of God in your life? Is there, do you have a sense that your work is an expression of God's call on your life? Do you, you know, I, I want to know all those things. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of a foundational kind of piece. It helps me hear what you're saying when I understand those contexts. But in the actual session, what I want to hear is anything you want to tell me that is moving you, that's making you wonder, or that's a struggle for you, or, or a, a, that's a joy for you. Tell me whatever story is on your heart. And then let's together look at it and see and see if we can detect where God is a movement there, where, where God's afoot, so that we can lean into it a little more. Um, so part of this, this is really important, Greg, and I, you know, I know we've talked about it a lot. We have the ability, God has blessed you and I with the ability to be affectively aware of him moving in our life. But having the ability doesn't mean that we've trained ourselves or honed the ability. So it's like, you know, my favorite kind of metaphor, um, all of us can taste wine and decide whether it's good or bad. But if we want to, we can train our taste buds to be able to know huge layers upon layers of things about that taste of wine. Mm. We'll be able to know what it tastes like at the first sip and at the last sip. When it's at the front of our mouth and the back of our mouth, we'll be able to detect what kind of grape it was made out of, right? I can't do all of that with wine. You know, I can just tell it's good or bad. Right. Right? <laughs> right. Now, the same thing goes in the spiritual life. The Holy Spirit dwells within each one of us and moves us affectively. And we can sense that movement. Everybody can sense the movement. And they can say, oh, that's good or bad. But if you work with a spiritual director, you can become refined in your ability to detect the still small voice of God. Right? The, the God who comes as the gentle breeze upon your cheek and not as an earthquake or the tumbling of rocks, right? Um, you know, if you and I saw a burning bush, we don't have any problem. That's God. 
you know? Right. Very few of us are ever blessed with seeing a burning bush. But every one of us are moved interiorly by God's Holy Spirit. And we can detect that, and we can become refined at understanding and hearing the voice of God in our hearts. Mm. And I, as a spiritual director, that's what I help a person do. Mm. And and given today, I mean, the idea of sitting with somebody in a room for this intention, knowing that we live in a world of rush, of movement, yeah. of yeah. distraction, of... And when you said earlier that, you know, 90% of your former spiritual directees come from the evangelical tradition, it's in one sense saying there is a swath of people that are trying to find a place of rest to rekindle that connection, that sense of God in their life because how quick it sometimes feels like that we're always on the go. We're never at rest. We don't, don't understand the importance of pause and contemplation and those, and those really, really life-giving moments of stillness and silence and you know, solitude yeah. or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, that's so, totally so, so, true. So to sit with a director... It recenters us, grounds us. I love what you said to me one time, and I've I've used it quite often. Is that is the term "falling awake"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's one of the the kind of the frames that I use. You know, um, because of my premise, in, which I absolutely believe is true, that God is always moving in us. Mm -hmm. But like you say, we're busy. We're busy. We don't. We, you know, we can wonder at two o'clock in the afternoon if we had lunch or not. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, we are so future oriented, where we're always thinking about the next thing, that we miss what's going on in real time. Yeah. Right. And on top of that, when we do notice, we only notice about an inch deep. Mm. It takes time, and attention, and space to be able to detect what's happening at the level of our soul. Yeah. That takes quiet. It takes reflection. It takes intentionality. That's why that word, you know, falling awake. We have to be, and it's a simple thing. You know, it's like, that's my, people think that this is wavefalutin, highfalutin, this is beyond me, I'm just a everyday Christian. No. Every single one of us has the gift to be able to awaken to the movement of God's love in our soul. Yeah. And who wouldn't want that? Uh, you know, but it does take, I mean, it is a commitment. Uh, you know, you, you know it, 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 it doesn't very, do very well to see somebody once a month to talk about the movements of God in your soul if you haven't spent any time all month being still enough to have something to share. Yeah. Right. right? right. Um, you know, um, you know, you think about it, you know, we get moved by something. I mean, you might go to church and you'll be singing a song in, in church and you'll be teared up. But then you go on to the next song and you don't even know why you were tearing up or what the message of that was. Right. 
spiritual direction really is inviting you to notice that movement of tearing up and to wonder, what is that? Yeah. What's right. being said here? What, you know, this is God comforting you. This is God, you know, moving your soul with consolation and, and, and grace so that you might know the confidence of someone who's the beloved of God. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it's, it's, um, it does take intentionality. We're, we're asking people or inviting people to have their relationship with God be something that they're attentive to in a reflective way. Not just doing something, which is important. It's important to go to worship on Sunday. It's important to be in the scriptures. But to have a sense of what's happening through that process or in those times. And then, of course, to be even better at it, to know what's going on when you're driving down the street and you see the pink clouds of the evening and you're just moved. That fleeting second is worth pondering and soaking in and reflecting in and learning that that's the voice of God. Man, you say it so well. Sorry, a little frog in my throat. So what, how did you learn to notice? Mm, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, so I was a part of, uh, of the Catholic community, right? And um, I was influenced by the Jesuits, which is a religious order in the Catholic Church. Right. And um, I made a Jesuit retreat when I was a junior in high school. Eight days of silence. How old were you? Yes. No. I was a junior in high school. Eight days of silence as Eight a junior. Days, uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. That's Un the, unheard of today. <laughs> unheard well, of that's, today. That's what Jesuit retreats are about, you know? So you spend eight, you spend eight days in silence. No talking during meals, no talking at all, except for every day you talk for 35, 40 minutes with your spiritual director. And during the course of that day of quiet, you'll spend two or three hours in focused meditation on gospel stories that the director gives you to spend time with. So, you know, I, I can remember one of the passages I spent time with was the woman at the well. Mm. And you just, there's a Jesuit form to prayer, and you just, it's a way of being with the gospel stories, and you just pray that prayer for an hour, and and then you do a couple other passages, and you come and talk to the director about what happened during your prayer. And he helps you name what that, what happened by giving you language, and he responds to it to help you kind of understand more deeply what happened. And then he gives you passages to do it again the next day. And the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Well, of course, what's happening is you're getting quieter and quieter and quieter. And so you can hear the voice of God is louder and louder and louder because everything else is falling away. Right? 
you're not working, you're not cooking, you're not cleaning, you're just praying in silence all day. Um, and during that experience, I was uh, moved with a desire to serve God. And ultimately, that led to me joining the Jesuits. And the first thing you do as a Jesuit is you make a 30-day silent retreat. Why? Because it's a school of discernment. It's a school of deep listening. And in that process, um, I just became... God blessed me with the gift to be able to discern his voice, his movement in my soul. And the Jesuits trained me to that because doing spiritual direction is a, a big ministry for Jesuits. And that's what they assigned me to do for a living. Wow. You know, now, you know, if you see 30 people, 40 people a month for uh, 35, 45 years, you kind of, you get good at listening and detecting the subtle movements of God. Now, just I want to use this as an excuse to say something. As a spiritual director, when, you know, Greg, when you were coming to me for direction, you were not my client. My client was your relationship with God and God's relationship with you. So you were the one in the room, but God was in the room too. Right. And I listened to, to you talk about your relationship with God or talk about anything in your life, and we reflected on it in the context of your relationship with God. But while I was doing that, I was also watching God be in relationship with you. And I was applying everything I know about how God relates to his beloved and I'm noticing the relationship, right? I'm not, you, you can share any story you want, but it's not you and your story that I'm most interested in. It's what that says about the quality and the nature of the way you and God have this unique, loving relationship. And, and that's what I'm watching for all the time. Um, and, uh, I think that's really important because what I want directees, people who are coming to spiritual direction, to really understand is that what we're really interested in is the beauty and sweetness of their relationship with God and Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we want them to be awake to that all the day long, especially in all the moments where they choose to, Right? Because it's a sweet thing, right? It's a life-giving thing. No matter, you know, as the psalmist says, it doesn't matter what happens. You're there by my side. We're never alone. Our God, who loves us so, is with us in communicating himself to us at all times. And, um, you know, so... Uh, I love sitting in the chair as a director, you know. I, I'll be honest with you, it's, you know, I've always been in spiritual direction my own life, right? That's one of the, I start, I, my first spiritual director when I was a sophomore in high school. 
And I've gone, you know, a year there, two years here. But since, you know, for the last 60 years or 55 years, I've most always had a spiritual director um, who's been really helpful to me in exploring what's going on in my life in the context of God's grace. Mm. So, I, you know, there are folks out there that are available who are good spiritual directors. So I do want you, you know, anybody that might be listening to this podcast to know that this resource, I'm not just talking about a resource that is good for the directee, the one who wants it. I'm saying there's a lot of people out there who can do this work and that you could contact if you wanted to explore this with somebody. Yeah. No? Yeah. And on that note, I think it's, <clears throat> I think it's one of those things for today. I think the gift of this is, I think people are looking, looking to find space, time, a person to sit with, to try to understand all of the movements within themselves. Yeah. And trying to figure out in that, like, what God are you saying to me? And to have somebody walk with you in that is a really holy thing. It's a very sacred oh, thing. It's yeah. a very needed thing. It is an Emmaus type of experience of trying to understand all of what I'm feeling, sensing, experiencing, what's my body saying, you know, in relation, in relation to, in relation with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly, that's so well said. And... Uh, it's it's a confidential relationship. Yeah, you know you you you're going to be respected, mm. and um, and what wherever you are in your relationship with God, that's a blessing. Yeah. It, it, not, again, I want to reiterate: this is not remedial. Yeah. I don't care where you are in your relationship with God, or even if you have one or, right now, even if you have one, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you know wherever. You know, how much you doubt, how yes. much you fear, how much, you know, what in, it doesn't make any difference. You, God is in relationship with you. Totally. And you want to find some way to be in relationship with God. Mm. That's the only criteria. Yeah. And let's do that. Yeah. And that's, all, that's a joyful thing. That's a grace-filled thing. That's, that's not, it's not a problem that our relationship with God might be fragile or broken or uh, attenuated in some way. Mm. Honestly, I have never ever done spiritual direction in my life with anybody who didn't have room for growth in their relationship with God. Yeah, And that's what we're interested in, growth. Growth in intimacy, growth in awareness, growth in response. We're not worried about, um, you know, it's it, it, wherever you are. Yeah. Let's, let's go somewhere with God, in God, through God, mm. you know? Yeah. I think that's a great ending right there. Well, I want to ask you a question, though. Oh, okay. I love it. Oh, um, I feel like I'm in direction again. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you were in direction with me. Yeah. And 
you know, th- that's both, um, it, it's a little intimidating mm. to, to go to, do, I mean, I know this is true for me, I agree. right? I agree. Yeah. Because, you, um, but how did you find it? Uh, yeah, well, I've never been asked this before. Um, I would, yes, I would agree. I think anytime you're entering in to a brand new relationship, I mean, you well, you're really just a stranger yeah. <laughs> entering into a relationship without really much, you know, time or whatever. And I, I think, yeah, it's a little nervy to walk into a space, yeah, yeah, into a room, and to sit there and just to start talking. Um, but I think for me, what I learned is um, the safety of the space became really crucial for me. Um, knowing that I could bring all of who I am uh, in totality mm-hmm. into that room with me. I didn't have to compartmentalize, um, disintegrate. Um, I could bring who I was in that moment, who I've been in that week, through that month, into that room with me. And that was a huge relief. It was, um, and then to be met with gentleness um, was really uh, life-giving. It was healing. It was hopeful. Um, It was something that you just look forward to. Uh, If the month's been difficult or the week's been difficult or for whatever reason the challenges of life have smacked you around in so many different ways and when you know you can go and sit and it's kind of like a suspended space where everything is left on the outside you bring everything on the inside on the outside in that room yeah yeah you know what i mean you don't have to worry about okay what's next on my calendar you know you know what i mean you just can sit in that place, it um, it felt very uh, uh, honoring to my humanity, um, and then knowing that I'm I'm there to do work, in a sense, mm-hmm. um, to connect the dots of how yeah. I've understood God to be active in my life, present in my life, either when I didn't feel anything at all. Uh, or I just was, you know, sometimes I had seasons where I'm just like, my practices were zero yeah, and yep. I didn't even understand what I was doing vocationally and yeah. all of the seasons, you know, the mountains and the desert yeah. and everything and the yeah. plains yeah. in between, yeah. Yeah. you know, all of that. I think it, it found its way out and you you could see that even when you felt, felt quote unquote, disconnected, the gaze of God was still true. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, totally. And so, yeah, it was, it, it was, and it has been um, ext- just like a, a place where you can just be refreshed, be renewed, be reminded of your belovedness and kind of just drink a little bit. Um, um, and to feel invigorated to go again. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think that's great. I think that's well said. Yeah. And I, 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 I think it was important to, 
to talk about that a little bit because it is there is a threshold that people f- can feel about you know am, you know why should I be doing this or yeah, oh yeah. or you know I don't you know it's intimidating you know it's fear, you know, anxious and stuff but I think you said it really well you know all of us have ups and downs in our lives all of us have struggles and joys the one constant is that God is with us and God loves us. Yeah. And so there's always, doesn't matter at all what you bring or how you bring or who you are as you bring, we can find God at work. Yeah. And that's in a all consolation things. in all things. Through all things. Exactly. For all things. Like and it's just. It's a, that's a great consolation and a yeah. great hope. And it, it, it can be a really enlivening Graceful experience. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, I can say thank you to you sitting across from me from allowing me to experience that, yeah. live into that. Yeah. And yeah, if anybody's, anybody's listening to this, um, wherever you're listening to this, uh, as Bill said, there is, there is some good, trustworthy directors that I'm sure would be more than happy to sit with you as you journey through life and faith and what that looks like for you in the season of your life. So Bill, thanks. You're very welcome. It was a great pleasure and honor and, um, and it was fun. Yeah. It's always a joy, truly, truly a joy to be with you. So, um, for everybody that is listening today, alongsiders.com is just a place where people, um, can walk with you through the seasons of life. And uh, we're so glad that you listened to this podcast today. And uh, if you're out there and you're looking for a director, alongsiders.com, I know there's other amazing places as well to find that. And if you're also a director, spiritual director, a counselor, or a coach, and you're looking to be a part of a community, uh, let us know. Alongsiders.com could be a place for you as well. Once again, I just want to thank my it's a very special guest and friend, Bill Zioki, uh, for Wonderful. being with us. Wonderful and, uh, to be with you. Greg. Maybe we can do it again down the road. Love it. All right. Love it. Everybody, take care out there. Much love.